your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, the Health Information and Quality Authority, as you've heard there from Gillian on the news at uh, uh, 10 o'clock, uh, has just published, literally in the last while, a report of its inspection of the emergency department at University Hospital Limerick. How many times have we discussed and debated that on this show? On the 15th of March this year, HICWA conducted what they called a risk based unannounced inspection of the emergency department at UHL to follow up on issues of overcrowding and to assess preparations for the risk of additional severe crowding over the upcoming bank holiday weekend of the 17th to the 20th of March 2022. Just to remind you, it was the 15th of March that they carried out this inspection. And during the inspection, HICWA assessed compliance with four key standards from the National Standards for Safer, Better Healthcare under the themes of leadership, governance and management, workforce, safe care and support and person-centred care and support uh, and contingency measures in place to mitigate the impacts of crowding in the emergency department at UHL in Doyle. HICWA found the hospital to be partially compliant with one standard and non-compliant with three standards assessed on the day of the inspection. And Sean Egan uh, Egan of the Health Information and Quality Authority is on the line right now to tell us more. Uh, Good morning to you. Good morning, Jay. So uh, give us a sense then of these findings. Okay, so thank you very much for inviting me on the show, Joe. And um, and as you say, we conducted a risk-based unannounced inspection on the 15th of March um, under the conditions that you, you highlighted. So we had a, a specific concern um, around um, the, the potential for additional crowding in the emergency department over the extra long bank holiday weekend. Um, we know that Certainly since the beginning of this year, there's been unprecedented under- overcrowding in the emergency department. And on the day in question, we found a department um, that was really struggling to cope with the level of demand that was being placed on it. Um, there were 290 patients who had presented to the emergency department for care on that day, which by any standard in any hospital in the country is extremely high. And, and we found that the level of capacity within the hospital to be able to cope with that demand simply wasn't there. Um, we found a situation where there were 60 patients in the emergency department who were awaiting admission um, to the hospital. Uh, there were simply no beds to treat them. Uh, and the capacity in the, in the, in the um, emergency department was operating at twice um, the level that it's designed to take. So um, as a consequence of that, there was uh, little or no privacy or dignity to, to patients who were presenting um, uh, to the hospital for treatment. Um, there were very prolonged waits for, for treatment um, in the unit. And, and we also found unfortunately, that the level of staffing at a nursing level was not where it needed to be um, and was below what would be considered acceptable. And and this was having an impact in particular in relation to um, the ability of the uh, unit to quickly assess people on arrival to uh, assess the severity of their illness. Um, So as a consequence of what we found, we escalated our concerns to hospital management and hospital group management and, and sought assurances that the immediate issues we found in particular in relation to staffing were addressed. We also um, expressed concerns around um, the need to substantively address the overcrowding issue in terms of capacity and other measures. And we escalated concerns at a national level within the HSE to seek um, a plan to address um, the the findings that we found. Um, And and were you in a position at all uh, to in any way measure the impact on patient outcomes of all of this? 
Um, well, certainly what we were able to see, it was an unannounced inspection over the course of the day. So there, there are inherent limitations in terms of what one can see, but we were able to identify, for example, that on the day of inspection, um, say at half 11 in the morning, um, there were eight patients who had been waiting for over an hour uh, in the emergency department waiting room to, to uh, be triaged or initially assessed by a member of staff um, around um, the, the severity of their, their illness um, or reason for presentation. But the standard is really that you should be seen within about 10 minutes. So that's clearly not a safe um, situation. And that was acknowledged by the hospital when we pointed it out to them. Of concern to us was that it took us to do the inspection. So that's the triage alone system. element, is it? Yes. Right. Yes, that's the triage alone. So that, yes. is, that isn't even about going through to further treatment and all of that. That no. is, is literally the assessment bit. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a function of the management of, of, the, of the unit and the oversight of, of what was happening. Um, certainly, they, they had a, a, a very significant upsurge in the num- number of presentations, but notwithstanding the capacity issues that are there, which are inherent within the hospital, there is still a requirement for the hospital to manage risks as they present, and we found that there were um, issues that needed to be addressed, particularly from a staffing position, from, from a nursing perspective. Okay. Um, important to point out that obviously we're going to give the hospital a chance to respond. Yes. Uh, there will be a lot of uh, political reaction to this as well. This has been long called for in terms of both the inspection and the report that's now been published as of 10 o'clock this morning. We're talking to Sean Egan from HICWA. Uh, and you also say that HICWA was not assured that the hospital had enacted measures to sufficiently manage overcrowding in the emergency department and the related patient safety risks posed by overcrowding. And you weren't assured that the hospital had adequate measures in place to address the issue, issues of ineffective patient flow, insufficient nurse staffing levels and prolonged waiting times, all of which contributed to the overcrowding of the emergency department. Is that not about planning, management, etc., etc.? Absolutely, it is. And I think in terms of our assessment of the standards, as you say, we found the hospital to be non-compliant with three of the standards we assessed and only partially compliant with the fourth standard that we looked at. So it's very much around um, the overall planning in terms of the way that services are structured, configured and resourced. But there's also a day-to-day operational oversight and management issue um, that we identified on the day as manifested, for example, through the deficit in nurse staffing that was having an impact on managing um, the, the the crowds that were essentially arriving at the unit to be treated. Um, so um, we, we did find management deficits. We flagged concerns um, in relation to the specific issues we identified to the hospital group CEO. And we've also highlighted concerns at a national level within the HC in relation to management. Right. And, we, and I, 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 Sorry, Sean, I just want to get to some other core points here. I, I, the hospital did submit a compliance plan in response to the inspection findings, which obviously were issued to them before they were ever published, outlining short, medium and long-term actions to uh, address the non-compliances. And HICWA say they will continue to monitor issues in the hospital's emergency department and the implementation of the compliance plan. What is the time scale for tangible improvement that people listening will experience if they end up in the ED? I think that's a, it's a, it's a really good question. Um, I think if we look at the numbers yesterday in the emergency department, we can see that crowding is still a very significant issue um, uh, at the unit. Um, 
and I think um, in terms of the measures that have been identified, um, many of them um, in the short term um, will have some impact in terms of reducing um, the, the amount of time patients are waiting. But there is a substantial issue here in terms of the uh, inpatient bed capacity deficits that are there in Limerick. And um, we've received a commitment and a, and a clearer plan from the HSE at a national level around the provision of an additional 96 beds um, for the hospital, which I think is important and welcome and long overdue. But at the same time, that will take quite a long time to put in place. Um, uh, we, with, with a fair wind, you would expect that those beds wouldn't be in place for at least another 18 months. Um, so in the intervening period, it's incumbent on the hospital and management within the hospital to ensure that they're managing the risks associated with uh, crowding in the unit. Um, they're looking at alternate ways of, of providing care for patients through other services in the region and that they're also ensuring that the unit is properly staffed. Right. Um, and just to be clear, you did take into account the extra beds that have come online. Yes, yes. So, 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 they, they, so you're talking um, about the, the 96 that we keep hearing about, but they're, they're off into the future, as you point out. As a matter yes. of interest, Sean Egan, what powers do HICWA have here if this is not happening in the way or at the pace that uh, you are demanding? So we, we have um, a power to inspect, gather evidence and publish our findings. And, and, um, and that's, we it. Aim to do. that's it. That's it. So we do escalate concerns if we um, find them at high levels within the HSE or upwards towards the minister. Um, I think what we're doing through the work but, today... But, but what is, happens in a scenario where the recommendations and the compliance plan is not uh, actually being carried out? Who, whose responsibility is it to do something about it? Not HICWAS, you're saying? Well, ultimately, um, the, within the HSE, um, there's a requirement to ensure that um, local management implement plans, and if they don't, the responsibility lies at a higher level within the HSE. Ultimately, um, with the absence of enforcement powers um, that HICWA has um, at the current time, uh, in the absence of, of measures not being implemented, it's the responsibility of the Department of Health and the Minister um, to ensure that issues are addressed. Um, in time, it is envisaged that HICWA will have enforcement so, powers. So just to be very clear about this now, you were now. saying that ultimately it is the political and actual responsibility of the Minister for Health sitting at the heart of our government to deal with this issue based on HICWA's findings? In, in the absence of the HSE addressing uh, the findings that um, we've identified, um, that's correct. Um, through our work, we intend to continue to ensure that the measures are implemented as outlined through the compliance plan. We'll be conducting um, ongoing inspection of the hospital and we'll be publicly holding the HSE to account through publication of our work over right. the number, num- next number of months. Um, uh, another question, um, Sean, um, we understand that one patient was waiting in excess of 116 hours, a second was waiting over 85 hours, and a third waiting 71 hours. A hospital management told HICWA inspectors that all three patients were awaiting suitable inpatient isolation facilities. One of those in excess of 116 hours. That's correct, yeah, and we were very surprised to see that that length of time um, uh, displayed um, as as we were conducting our inspection. Um, uh, Clearly, um, that's not acceptable. Um, It's not a suitable environment for for somebody to be accommodated in for even 24 hours rather than 116. And and, and through the report today, what we're aiming to do is to shine a light on this in terms of the impact it's having on patients who rely on these services. Okay. Uh, One other key point, Sean Egan, from HICWA. You actually do a lot of inspections, you know, in hospitals, EDs and and elsewhere. Mm. How did this compare in terms of your findings to others that you have done elsewhere? 
So I, I think crowding isn't unique to Limerick. Um, and I think what we're seeing in a more general sense is um, a surge in demand for care um, following the acute phase of COVID from an older, more frail population than we've ever had. Um, and a lot of this has been driven by demographics. Um, I, I think uh, in, in the context of Limerick, what is um, unusual and un- unique is that the level of presentation relative to the amount of capacity that the hospital has, there's very definitely a, a deficit there in terms of the number of beds that the hospital should have to meet demand and what they actually have. And um, this is acknowledged at all levels within the HSE. I think what we've done through our work today is, is a shone a light on this. We've sought greater clarity from the HSE in terms of a roadmap to address this issue. And it is our intention through our work to continue to hold the HSE to account to address those plans going forward. Okay. But but I suppose I'm asking, you know, is it better or worse or the same as some of the other similar inspections you've done in other hospitals around the country when it comes to the EDs? Well, I think if you look at the numbers, it's quite clear that the, the numbers in Limerick are um, significantly worse than others on a consistent basis in terms of the number of patients on trolleys. So I, I think um, uh, one of the reasons we were particularly concerned around Limerick and why we conducted the unannounced inspection when we did was because of the, the level of overcrowding relative to others, and it would certainly be at the, the, the worst end of the spectrum by far. All right. Thank you very much for talking to us this morning. Uh, Sean Egan, Egan of HICWA, uh, they have just published uh, that report, as uh, I mentioned, uh, into the emergency department at UHL in Dora Doyle based on an unannounced inspection that they did on the 15th of March and they found the hospital to be non-compliant with three standards assessed on the day of inspection and partially compliant with one. And this obviously will lead to a lot more discussion on Limerick today, a lot of debate, a lot of political reaction. We want to hear from the hospital, obviously, and management as well. Uh, So uh, this is likely to be on the agenda for uh, certainly a few days uh, to come. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.